Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. is up welcome to episode 85 thanks so much for listening it means so much to me if i've brought you any value please be sure to leave a review and hit subscribe shoot me a dm on instagram or facebook let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast i can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me sincerely thank you this episode is brought to you by Hashdash. Many cannabis consumers may find that a lot of the guidance offered in the industry right now is perhaps subjective in its scope. The mission of Hashdash is to utilize data at scale to offer a broader, fact-based, objective perspective to inform purchasing decisions and to make a more universal language out of cannabis. If you're a cannabis consumer and want to explore their value add and an opportunity to sign up for their free beta release, please visit www.hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at Hashdash and on Instagram at Hashdash.com. We spend a lot of time on decisions especially when it comes to our career, our jobs, our personal life, our relationships. Decisions come up often, and many may find that navigating those decisions can be difficult, weighing the pros and cons, the upside and the downside. Most tend to spend a lot of time just debating in their own head if they should go left or if they should navigate right. Today, I want to spend some time on navigating decisions. I receive a number of DMs on a weekly basis to what I would equate to decision-making. Whether or not you should take a job, whether or not you should start a company, if you should cut ties with toxic individuals in your life, if the leap is worth the effort, and so on. 
it centers around decision-making. It centers around navigating that thought process. For me, I think decisions and decision-making really breaks down to four main pillars. Number one, stop overthinking it. We have this idea that every approach to a question, a choice that, that's laid out in front of us, needs to be analyzed up and down and left and right. But what if I told you that the hesitation in the decision is what's actually killing your progress? And don't get me wrong, this isn't to say you're going to sprint forward without thinking. But what I am saying is to stop overthinking the process in the decision itself. I've broken down numerous how-tos or guides, if you will, but I'm a huge fan of moving fast rather than sitting and paralyzing myself over a decision. How many times have you found yourself presented with a decision and you sit and either wait for that, that perfect time to take action or you debate the pros and cons of the decision or doubt yourself about your capability to carry out whichever decision you're leaning towards. This is a, that's a majority of people. Let me dive deeper here. I think a few things happen to people where they're faced with a decision. Number one, there's this self-doubt. People tend to hesitate on action because they're not sure they can do that thing. The irony is that you'll never know if you're capable of doing that thing if you don't try. Additionally, the reason you're probably, you know, thinking that way is because of your past, whether from an ex, a family member, a friend, a colleague, someone planted that voice of doubt. That's not truly your inner voice. So don't use that as your frame of reference. A good way to snap out of this, look back at all you've accomplished in your life thus far. I guarantee, I guarantee a majority of those things that you've checked off in the W column were things that you had no clue how to navigate or that you, you just hadn't done before, but you pushed through. You figured it out because you jumped. Number two, it's this dwelling. This has to be one of the biggest reasons for hesitation on a decision. You're nervous because the last time you jumped, things might have not turned out as you had envisioned. You made some mistakes or you fell hard on your face, but the opportunity in these mistakes is to learn from them. Let me ask you this. If you took a leap once and hit the ground hard once and never tried again, how would you grow? You wouldn't. Yesterday was yesterday. So many people have a tendency to hold yesterday on a pedestal. Well, it didn't work out before. But the thinking should be, it didn't work out before, but here's what I learned. Here's what I can do differently. Here's how I can accomplish it this time around. Your mindset, your thinking and just thinking negatively will ultimately dictate your results. 
This is why I think making faster moves means a greater chance for opportunity. If you're constantly thinking about what went wrong yesterday, you're going to hold yourself back from making more moves each day. You will paralyze yourself. I'll give you a great example of speed. I have a business development department, and what they do specifically is to cultivate early on relationships to pass them off to my sales team. But how they are so effective as a team is because they have speed. What they are not doing is cultivating the aspect of the relationship with the customer. That's left up to the salesperson. But what they do is they move fast and it's all about numbers. Not so much quality at that stage. And that's not to say that we don't care about the customers because they are the number one goal that we have in mind. But how they get their W's is that they make over a thousand calls in five days. And the 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 aspect, the, the mindset, the thinking there is that if they can call more people, the chances are that they are going to land more business or more lukewarm business for the salesperson. It's all about speed. The point of growing is to make mistakes. And they might pick up the phone to 200 people and 200 people might say no. But they might also pick up the phone on a thousand different transactions and get 500 people to say yes. Which leads me to my next point. Mistakes will happen. It's a good thing. I see so many people saying the reason they are waiting on something is because it's not the right time or they didn't think the transition in their life would be perfect or it needs to be perfect. Those are just safety nets you're casting. You're trying to protect yourself or so you think. What it's actually doing is holding you back. Think about any leap you took in life and analyze where it truly landed you. And before you start thinking those leaps landed you in a worse spot, ask yourself how you're defining that. I guarantee you are in a better position today because you leaned into courage and barreled ahead. So many get rattled at the idea of fucking up. But that's how you grow. That's how you build something bigger. So much time is spent on the downside of a decision. It's spent on the the negative aspect of it. What if this happens? What if it all collapses? What if I, you know, what if I can't pull through? What if I'm put in a tough position? What if? What if it all goes north? What if you flourish? What if you are put in a tough position and it forces you to make a bigger and bolder move? Safe moves tend to result in small rewards. Bold moves tend to result in big rewards. You have to be bold. You have to jump. Letting yourself fear that you will will fail means that you will never try, which means You'll never get a chance to know. I'd rather have a 50% chance of growing than a 100% chance of not knowing. 
Before we jump into my third point, let's take a moment to recognize our sponsor, Simply CBD, one of the top CBD companies in the U.S. providing organic, vegan, and third-party tested CBD tinctures. They just launched their new pet line starting with blueberry and pumpkin. Simply add it to your pet's food. Whether you have a dog, cat, or horse, head to their website at simplycbdnow.com and use promo code MOTIVATED for 40% off of your order and follow them on Instagram at simplycbdnow. Number three, we care what others think way too much. I truly believe that this is a huge factor for many of you. This is one of the number one reasons people hesitate at taking a stab at something. They fear what others will think of them if they come up short, if they fall hard, if they fail. Let me ask you something. Who gives a shit? Honestly, though, not to sound like an ass here, but You don't have the spotlight on you. You're not the number one search name on Google. In our busy lives, do you think people are watching your life like you're on some type of sitcom? No one cares. No one cares if you fall short or if you make it. And I say that with so much love. This is why you have to do it for you. You have to charge forward for you. Nothing gets me more excited when I ask someone why they're doing something and they say, because I want to prove it to myself or I know I can and I want more of that rush. You are the one on the field and you're the one in the bleachers. You. Someone's opinion of you or your actions actions should have hold zero weight on your decisions. Because they lack something that's extremely important in every aspect of life. In every aspect. And that is context. When you're in the cockpit of your life, you know how everything has gone up to that point in your life. And why? No one else. So that means they have zero reasons to judge or to think that they know you or your story. And that goes for you judging other people as well. Number four, diversify. If you have all of your eggs in one basket, it's going to be really hard to ultimately make a decision. The decision is going to seem too rich or there's a a much higher downside than there is an upside. And the way you can avoid this is by doing more than one thing. And this goes for anything. Business is a great example. Let's say you have 15 customers and you lose two of those customers. It's most likely going to take a huge chunk of your revenue. But if you have 100 customers and you lose two of them, the hit might not be as impactful. If you can expand whatever it is you're focused on, whatever it is that drives your happiness, that makes you tick, and evolve that to two, three, four things, chances are that when you're faced with a decision in either of those ventures, you'll most likely move faster because you know you have options. And that's not to say you're going to have 80 things going on at once. I've dropped some content around that, but you can start small and work your way up. 
and with each step further up the ladder gives you greater perspective and options to make greater, more bold moves. Don't allow yourself to hold yourself back and don't let the world hold you back. You have the control. Remind yourself each day that it's up to you. You're in the driver's seat to your life. It's not up to your mom. It's not up to your dad. It's not up to your husband. It's not up to your wife, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend, not the economy, not your friends, not your colleagues, not your boss. If you are not happy with any of with your situation, you can move. You can pick up and you can move on. You decide what is going to happen in your life, but it's up to you to make the decision. And remind yourself every single day that you have the control. Make sure you're making decisions for you and make sure you're making decisions for your happiness. Each week I'm doing a shout out of either a DM I've received, a mention, a review, a question. The thought in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's question is by Monica that sent me a message on Facebook. Hey there, I love your podcast. They're amazing. Do you have any advice on stopping that inner critic in your head? I was terminated from my previous job without any notice. And during that duration of that job, my manager used to be a bit mean with her comments and would sideline me a lot. She used to also sign a lot of work of of the work tasks and my new projects to my colleagues. I'm looking for a new job now, but I'm scared I'll come across someone like her and I'm struggling to submit applications because of my manager's voice stuck in my head putting me down. This could not be more of a timely question. A great way to start to move those voices out from upstairs, take a moment each day to write down things you're proud of based on your accomplishments, as I stated earlier. I don't care whether it's the smallest things in your life to some of the most largest things in your life. Maybe it was being bold about making a decision to break up with your significant other because it was a toxic relationship. Maybe it was taking the leap to even take that job and it was outside of your comfort zone, but you took that leap. These things are all decisions that you made that led to some sort of accomplishment whether they are small, whether they are large. But writing them down is extremely important. And self-awareness is key. When you feel that voice coming back, reference that list. Repeat those things out loud. And eventually, what we're trying to do, you're trying to work yourself into a position where you believe in yourself and you see your value. You can't let yesterday's bumps create mountains for you tomorrow. The past is the past. It's that fucking simple. As opposed to looking at what went wrong, ask yourself, what went right? What did you learn? How can you adjust? Train your mind to look at the learning components as opposed to the negativity. We spend a majority of our decisions based on the times that we got punched in the face or got punched in the gut. And we base the decisions, in most cases, off of the pain. 
well, I don't want to feel that again, or I don't want to have to go through that again. It's why so many times when someone you know, ends a relationship, let's say a long-term relationship, they're hesitant to put themselves back out there. And what they're doing is they think that they're protecting themselves from being hurt again. But let me ask you this. What if you start started to look at that in it at a different angle from a different perspective? You might actually find that what you're doing by holding yourself back from taking another leap is that you're hurting yourself even more because you're not exposing yourself. You're not exposing yourself to the opportunity or to to the just potential that you could find someone that's right for you, that you connect with on a completely different level than you've ever connected before. But the only way that you will ever figure that out is by going through those steps again but just approaching them differently. The same thing goes for your career. If you were at a job that you went a little above and beyond, you made some mistakes, you were terminated because of those, or whatever reason, there was a reason behind it. Take a step back and analyze why it happened and how you can go about things differently and look at them in a different light. You are doing yourself more harm in life if you do not continue to put yourself out there. I promise you. It will cause you more pain because what you are going to do, more pain and suffering, is you are going to sit there and you are going to pity yourself. And you are going to continue to just sulk in that sadness and let that continue to bleach into your life. But if you can pick yourself up and you can say, here's where things went wrong. Here's how I am going to adapt, and here's how I am going to move forward. Listen, human beings are resilient. I've said this a million times on this podcast. The point of everything that happens in your life is to take some learning away from that. We spend so much time saying, well, this hurt me, or this didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And all that does is get you into a deeper cycle of thinking and saying, I don't want to pull out of my safety net. I've created this safety net for me to protect myself. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's a natural human instinct to protect ourselves. Since the dawn of time, we have wanted to protect ourselves, our kids, our family members, our friends, whatever. We have always put up that hard exterior. But for a moment, realize that you are doing yourself more harm than not pushing forward and taking those leaps. Because I guarantee, and I've said this before, you are going to be 85 one day and you are going to regret that you never put yourself in a position to understand if you were truly capable of doing that thing. Let me ask you this, what would you regret more? Playing it safe your entire life and not experiencing new things, traveling, trying new foods, seeing if you could actually run a business, if you could actually manage to hit payroll, and actually understanding your capabilities, I guarantee that at 85 years old, you would look back if you took all of these leaps and say, I never knew I was capable of doing that thing. But I showed myself that I was capable of doing that 
thing. The only way to understand yourself on an extremely intimate and detailed level is to put yourself in a position that you were not in yesterday. Life is special. Lean into that. Don't waste that. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to follow my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore Mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening. I hope you all are staying safe and healthy. 